0: Welcome back to Mindwave I know the last release was Pretty heavy uh, My enthusiasm for Releasing that piece is along These lines of uh, The art And in terms of Emotional overloads, and how often I capture them. I capture a lot of them, and they just go into the vault. I don't, I don't release those typically. But this one stood out as uh, significant because I knew that it would hit a little too close to home for a few of the listeners and the next couple days after releasing that uh, in collaborating with Fred we had this wonderful kind of stars aligning type moment where I've been trying to convince Fred for a while to uh, record the conversations that he has with his mom every night. I've been pushing him to record those. And this... Both of those pieces, as stark as the contrast is between them... They really belong together. And we came up with... A bizarre... And wonderful framing for how those things would sit together in a singular piece. So... This episode of Mindwave is entitled Feelings Art. And... Um... Fred's mom call was initially In this episode I'm re Remaking the entire Beginning of this episode from scratch Um We also had a bunch of fucking Weird desynchronization And corruption issues with the Project file that Aren't really relevant but I've been I've been working on this one for a while It's a super cut it's another fun bucket Um But, when it became clear that those, those two pieces standing not in opposition, but in a weird kind of cosmic unity, they really needed to be together, so, um, they are. They will be. They are. I mean, they are. If you're on Fred's Patreon, you've heard that already. I'll be, I'll be releasing the Mindwave version of that, that piece uh, right after this one. I'll probably release them both at the same time. I wanted to get this one done first because it has a lot, a lot of other things in it. But for anybody who was <laughs> worried... Um, no, I mean, I'm, I'm good. I'm okay that was that was a long time coming, and i I understand that with very little context that was probably jarring and traumatic, but this is part of the feelings art thing I kind of i needed to to do that, and uh I need to do that more moving forward. the thing you should take away from that is that this is not new trauma this is this was not a new event uh in my life something radical happened no this is me processing um after at least a decade so, for anybody who is concerned uh I apologize if you worried uh no not n- not a new thing, just a a new pre-existing side of Jenner that maybe you haven't seen before anyway, let's get into the episode.
1: Good evening, it's Fred. Is my mother available?
0: So just a little bit of reflection in the lead up here about the last standalone piece that I recorded called A Beautiful Lie. something I've kind of really needed to get off my chest for a long time. Um, Without any context might not have made a whole lot of sense. But I've spent my entire adult life without her in it. And just learning how to be okay with that. Because it doesn't seem okay. It doesn't seem like a thing that should be okay. It doesn't seem like the way that's supposed to work. And this singular standalone piece where I just had to kind of get real for a minute coincided with the first time that Fred was able to record one of these calls with his mom. And uh, as stark as the contrast is between those two events, they kind of belong together because I knew Fred for a long time before he came here and I knew about the mom calls every night at 737 for whatever reason I knew about those calls but I had never heard them until I invited him to stay here and he had to make those calls from here and I overheard them and I was like Fred, you know you need to record those, right? At least one. You know you need to record those, right? that I've recorded in really exceptionally intense emotional states and I almost never release them. They're kind of just for me. But that one's not. And I'm going to start sharing more of them. And I hope you will too. War of One is coming back reimagined. So... Get ready for that. Um, today's episode, we got another fun bucket. Let's go. Okay. <laughs>
2: That's totally a thing.
3: I'm not satisfied.
0: No, I'm not going to do the whole thing. Whispers, that would be creepy. <laughs> um... you, Marijuana. Feelings Art. It's a domain. It's out there. People love that shit. You know why? Because people love to feel. And the only content that I want to produce now... <laughs> is that. Feelings. Art. going to create some of the most powerful fucking shit people have ever experienced. Uh, not just me, again, it's the Lego movie. (laughs) Here's the model. Here's the land. Let's go fucking nuts. (laughs) It's only going to work. Just about unlimited pieces, if you do it too. Unlimited characters, unlimited stories, unlimited places, a boundless cosmos Can <laughs> of hundreds of billions of worlds and potential worlds, and one of them for you. is yours and in the night sky their collective light will come together the collective light of a hundred billion suns shining as one um do you fucking get it yet do you guys get the model was it am I clear enough in the pitch that's the fucking pitch (laughs) do you know what I'm saying feelings Art. That's what art does, it makes you feel something. People use this medium to teach, to entertain, to inform. I'm only going to use it one way. We have Captain Fred <laughs> in the next starship over, one of the best feelings artists I've ever met and we're doing this together now and we want you to do it too like do it with us (sighs) feelings art I don't know how long I'm gonna go on about feelings art but that's really what this is uh, how much longer is this music piece? You get the point. Uh, thank you, Epidemic. I don't. I should probably add that into the uh, new gratitudes next next round of gratitudes. Epidemic's gonna go in there because it's got some fantastic pieces. I just like I just took top three for my search categories. <laughs> Feelings art. Do some. Do some. It helps.
4: But um you know, at the end of the day, all we can do is the best we can do and a lot of people in Yang Gang have more troubles than they say because a lot of people don't like sharing their troubles. That's true of the whole country at, at large. But I share everything that's going on as much as I can. One, because you guys have helped me survive and you deserve to know what's going on and I love you and I want you to know. And two, because other people, if they can find the strength, should not be ashamed to talk about the things that make them feel bad or that plague them. Uh, It's only going to encourage someone else who's in the same situation to step up and speak up and say something or ask for help. I mean, there's a documentary on Netflix called I think it's God is not here or something like that. And a a woman, an older woman who had uh, some sort of mental health issues, journaled every day, was stuck in a house while it was a freezing winter. And then you know she just stayed in there and starved instead of asking any of the numerous neighbors for help because one of the generations has come into the uh, mental illness, and so it, you just we don't we don't really even know. I just watched the Vice uh, news thing where 19,000 people are living in their cars. You know, 19,000 people living in cars. 20 to uh, 30 million on unemployment. 50 million filed at some point last year. Um, uh, People six and seven thousand dollars in debt. I mean, these are not situations that a minimum wage job or an entry level job is going to bail you out of. These are not things that are workable through the current system. You want to give people a UBI and tell them to work at McDonald's? Uh, we'll give it a go. You know, some people will do okay. They'll become mad at with a UBI and, and have a de- you know decent life as, as compared as compared to what what it could be, but. You know, most of the people on the street are not there because of mental health issues. Most of them are there because they didn't have enough money. Like, that's it, that's what happens. People end up with not enough money and then end up on the street. And I can't give you a lot of details, but somebody I know recently uh, ended up in the same position on the street. And to be quite honest with you, as bad as this uh, trailer is, it's not a street war and it's not, you know, having to be exposed all the time and it's just it's a sad state when the richest country on earth allows us to really i mean it's through no fault of people's own yeah you could say that they're not spending time getting a better job and blah 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 but there's only so many people that can do that like some amount of people in the country through no fault of their own and it's a large large percent after and during covid um are just dying or homeless or their kids are going without seeing them or they're turning into drugs or I mean, guys, this is this is it's so paramount that we continue uh, advocating for UVI because I mean, you could you almost could just not even mention automation at this point. It's true. it is the biggest issue, and it's you know it's like a hell coming for us all, and UVI is the salvation. But with that being said, the suffering is so great now and the system's so bad now you know, ending uh, workism for humanism and using robots to replace it is almost a better pitch, to be honest, because everyone's so fucking tired. And even if they're not Yang people, even if they're not Democrats, even if they're not against uh, working a 40, 50, 60 hour a week job, even if they're not the kind of person who is introverted instead of extroverted, even if they're not those things that fit into Yang gang so well, all the other people fit there too, because they are all dog tired, have almost no money or, or are in debt. I mean, tens of thousands, twenty thousand, fifty thousand, a hundred thousand, or uh, they're in a situation where no matter what they do, their life's not going to change. That's not going to get much better or worse, you know. Uh, and if they're lucky, not worse. You know, things can always be be bad—a health condition or whatever can can really take it out of take you out of the fight. So, just understand that just because people aren't posting everything that's going on with them, or just because people post. Um, some of the stuff happening with them doesn't mean that we really understand what's going on with them. And that's not to forgive any bad behavior. I'm just saying you don't know if somebody's literally living in a car, or sending a, a tweet and just not revealing it. We don't know. And so with the amount of suffering 19,000, 19,000 in America living in their car, and I guarantee you that's higher. Um, or some might even say they're lucky that they're in a car and not a, not in a tent. Some might disagree, but anyway, the, the point is, it's it's at a level that's unprecedented. And if we continue down this path, you might as well start applying for a passport to Canada or Mexico or China. I mean, I'm not joking. This is it, 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 people will look at this and go, "Look at that shitty place he's in." He's only saying that because he's living a bad life. He thinks that the whole world is crashing, and maybe as a Bernie Sanders supporter, that was more true than not. Because I was not great at policy and all that. I mean, better than neocons and libs, but not like Yang at all. Um, but anyway, so just you know, just just take that, and I know that we do, and you know, we're all doing the best that we can to maintain um, the best for everyone. Let me make sure I've got the right mic on because. I'll feel really stupid if I go this whole time recording with it. And I did go this whole time recording with the wrong one. Okay. I'm holding this for no reason, but now I'm not. So that should sound better. Anyway, I'm, I really hate that. I really hate when I make mistakes like that. But anyway, so with that being said and the amount of suffering going on, uh, I have really no choice but to try and run for office. And I, you know, I might do terribly. People might hate me. Nobody ever notices me, whatever but with that, you know, with, with the everything going on, it's like Andrew in a much smaller microcosm of a way. I don't really have a choice but to step up and go, look at this situation. Look what I've lived in, look what's happened. Look what uh, veterans are living through. Look what, look what lack of care goes into crafting uh, uh, budgets and, and legislation. Look how long it takes to get benefits out to people because it's attached to a bunch of nonsense. And even if you don't think it's nonsense, it's attached to it, period, because you can do it much more quickly without all that. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I've got to run because if I don't, if I don't run, I'm never going to be able to forgive myself. Because if I can have any kind of influence in this state, and influence a red state uh, in any kind of way, I have to. Because Andrew Yang is not a, a, a multi-dimensional human. Okay, he can't run in more than one state, and I know that. And there's no one here that stepped up yet that I know of. And if they have, I'm happy to, you know, stand with them or whatever, whatever it takes. Or if they're in, if they're in all, if they're in a position that I was gonna do, uh, to do something else. What, you know, whatever it takes. Because we have got to keep pushing this message that if you are trying, if you're getting out of bed and doing anything around your house, if you're alive, basically, is what I'm saying we should probably try and make sure that continues because today you might not do something productive today people might not value what you did even though it might be valuable to you but tomorrow it might be valuable to everyone think about how little we all knew even even me just recently watching more about automation it was out of control 10 years ago and so that's why now i'm like no it's we're in the end game like this last this 2020 to 2030 is an exponential growth period especially because of covid There is no, there is no, I'm not even coming from a place of, oh God, they're coming, everything's going to be terrible. I'm just saying, like, what, what are we doing? What are we doing?
3: You're listening to Space Radio, the only radio in space, in space. Hello and welcome. Would you like to be a robot? Do you wanna be a robot? Every once in a while, I would like to be a robot. Wouldn't you? Have you ever wanted to try? I have. Wanna be a robot? I am your artificial assistant.
1: Do you wanna be a robot?
3: Please remain still for a retinal scan. Beep beep beep. beep. Do you want to be a robot? robot? There is a coolant leak in Sector 2. <laughs> Do you want
1: to be a robot?
3: Uh, you give a pitch. I'll be a robot. Atmospheric readings nominal. Do you want to be a robot? We're doing sci-fi stories coming up eventually. Would you like to be a robot? Because you can. That's what I'm saying. Would you like to be a robot? I'm sorry, I don't understand your query. Please try again. Think about it. I find your human emotions fascinating. Please tell me more. (laughs) Uh. Warning, warning. Emotional breakdown in progress. Overload, overload. These occur in most humans. Most humans keep them private. (laughs) I am not most humans. I find most humans unpleasant and confusing. But I still love them. And if they let me, I will save them. (laughs) <laughs> uh. The lonely
5: speck in the great enveloping cosmic dark in our obscurity in all this vastness there is no hint that help will come from elsewhere to save us from ourselves the earth is the only world known so far to harbor life than this distant image of our tiny world. To me, it underscores our responsibility to deal more kindly with one another and to preserve and cherish the pale blue dot, the only home we've ever known. Space Rim.
3: The only radio in space. space. Would you like to be a robot?
2: (laughs) So you mentioned COVID. Um, What was the initial COVID precautions that were taken during lockdown, if any?
6: Uh, like a lot of, I don't know, institutions in the country where people weren't really prepared for it, so there really wasn't one initially, like the mask mandate didn't even start until I would say like a month after the governor of the state union made it like uh, statewide, so there were still people around the office, no masks, pretty much like Business as usual, unless they just wanted to use it as an excuse to like not deliver something. Like I remember people freaking out about packages from China in the beginning and they would act like they were all worried about that. But at the same time, they weren't worried about anything else going on with the pandemic. But they were just complain about, oh, why do we have all these parcels from China? So it was just, I don't know. Anything with the post office is never really that well thought out. So. Uh, I wasn't surprised that they struggled to get it together, initially with that. But eventually they did get us like hand sanitizers and masks and all of that stuff. But me being like always overly prepared, I already had like a lot of that stuff anyway.
2: So did you start uh, wearing the masks and gloves and things right away after the whole talk started or? did you wait as well until it was mandatory?
6: No, I did. I was actually one of the first people in the office that was wearing the mask. And at first, people did look at me like I was kind of crazy because I am kind of like in a rural area. And a lot of them were on that no mask type of kick. And I remember me, there was a guy from Bulgaria there. He had his N95 mask early. And there was another guy near me and it was just pretty much the three of us that wore them every day until it was forced on us, and then everybody pretty much applies now.
2: So, since they didn't really change their own uh, corporate process for handling mail to keep you all safe, did, um, did the process you were following personally change at all on how you were handling it?
6: Kind of. I mean, I always kind of tried to keep myself clean anyway because a lot of the equipment we use is dirty. So for me, it was probably just like a little extra hand sanitizer, a little more hand washing, but overall nothing changed much. And then it turned out the CDC eventually released that it was a very low risk, like getting COVID from handling uh, things like mail and parcels. So, I was became a little less worried about it and now it's not really something I even think about when I'm delivering.
2: Is there anything, I mean aside from the fact that they didn't make masks mandatory early enough, is there anything that you wish they would have done differently for you in that regard to kind of help out at all?
0: To hear the rest of this conversation, Go subscribe to Lena on Hard Truth. Link in the show notes.
7: Jenner, this is Jesse Rogers, from, formerly from the Humanity First podcast. I've been doing that for a little while, but I have been writing articles, and one of those articles is about where people can put their stimulus money. So my vote is for cryptocurrency. That's where I'm putting as much as I can. And I hope it pays off for those who listen because there's a lot of wealth flowing into uh, cryptocurrencies right now since there's question marks around how much the dollar is going to hold its value. so. Either you can get in before the rich people do or you can get in after. But either way, I am excited that people are finally getting a little taste of what Andrew Yang and Humanity First could be about. If, uh, if we keep getting these stimulus, I think that's a uh, step in the right direction. So, Love you guys. Hope you make the best of that universal income and use it for investment. Let's
0: move. Jesse Rogers writes for Medium. I will be putting a link in the show notes Jesse's really the first person to explain crypto to me in a way I can understand so go check him out anyway here's a drum designer kid I've been working on In the Stargazer Virtual Community Theater. Uh, we are in the middle of a crazy production Orion's Bell. Oh, we're in a castle that's heavy no target release date on that yet, but where are we going after the castle? We are going to see... We are doing pirates. Order, motherfucker. Do you want to be a part of that? Pirates is going to be fucking... We're going to take all summer long to do it. And we are still in character development mode and story mode. So this would be an excellent time to jump in. If you have an idea of a character who you would like to play, we have a handful of written characters who are already in the script who are not cast yet. So if you like this idea of... uh, going back in time and becoming a pirate, uh, definitely reach out to me or Uncle Fred at Fred's Front Porch. And let's start collaborating. And that can be like, I mean, think about it. We're gonna need sea shanties. We're gonna need all kinds of field recordings. Um, Amazing. And of course it's gonna require an entire album. But no spoilers. Other than maybe, I'm thinking after we do Pirates. We're gonna have lots of little pieces coming out in the meantime. Orion Spell is the big one. Pirates is huge. Um, and then the next big one, I think maybe we might do Cowboys. Do you guys want a Western story? I kinda of really wanna do a Western. Uh yeah. New to the frontier. Oh, I'll gotta fund. Oh yeah, I gotta fund it. Hold on story about a man and a horse and a lady he doesn't like who did him wrong and there were some injuns there too but nobody didn't shoot nobody because it's not that kind of story but we're thinking one of the cowboys might be gay <laughs> because of course if Jenner's gonna do a cowboy story it's gonna be a cowboy love story had to, had to get all these cattle across them big old areas of land so that nobody done lost their cattle and we, we, we gotta get them uh, together and this is totally not a back Mountain ripoff, but there needs to be some forbidden love man, man. between a man and a man uh, not, not a man in the farm animal. It's not gonna be that kind of for <laughs> <Love> The horse was a stand. Cowboys. <laughs> what do you think would be a good name for a good Western frontier story? We can put little bits of all of it in there. We can do some Oregon trails and shit, some covered wagons. Somebody may die from diphtheria over consumption. You don't know.
3: <coughs>
0: Obviously, come do pirates first, but if you want to do cowboys, stick around, buckery. <coughs> uh, <coughs> pork and beans and horses and such. Come do that as well at the Stargazer Virtual Community Theater. Here, under the stars, with your horse. Hey, it's country time. If you don't like my podcast, you can suck my fucking dick. Fucking choke on it, motherfucker! Suck my entire dick and give them balls a tickle. <laughs> uh, pork and beans and horses and such. If you don't like those podcast, you can suck my fucking dick. You can fucking choke on it.
1: Yeehaw! <laughs> give me five dollars. Go to Patreon.com/MindWave.
0: This week
4: is fire.
1: Welcome to This Week in Science. This Week in
0: Science, I remembered that this used to be a science show. Apple Podcast is still calling it a science show. I have to fix something in the settings. Speaking of, if you like this show, support us on Patreon. And give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. What are you guys thinking of the music? I think I'm going to like... I've been doing elevator music since the beginning, like since, you know, the beginning, like the bell. Uh, I'm really digging the music. (laughs) Oh, right. Uh, Science. There's some cool shit happening on Mars with a big fucking robot. Uh, Hopefully you heard about that happening. I I was looking forward to this for a long time and I've just gotten sucked away from space exploration, but we're going to get back into that. Uh, (laughs) NASA.gov That's This Week in Science Go to NASA.gov Learn something silly
3: Welcome to Space Radio The only radio in space
1: showing a lack of thought or intelligence mindless vacuous having all showing a lack of thought or intelligence mindless vacuous having all showing a lack of thought or intelligence mindless so I'm probably gonna go deeper
0: Then you're ready to go. This is not a trigger warning. It's a heads up. Vacuous. (sighs) having or showing a lack of thought or intelligence. It gets slightly more real in this pig shit taco track. Vacuous. Having or showing a lack of thought or intelligence. Mindless. I was looking for a track on Epidemic and it just so happened that the first one that I found was named for the phenomenon that I'm actually trying to fucking talk about. Because let's call this a social justice rap, if you will, freestyle. Critical race theory is the most racist shit I've ever seen. I am so sick of the illiberal shit that is happening on the left. These people are undoing decades and centuries and millennia of progress. It is pissing me the fuck off. Stop calling yourself a liberal. You don't get to use that word. You know what? That's our word. By our word, I mean... The people who realize that this is all about individual liberty. Life liberty, the pursuit of happiness. Not being put into boxes. Not creating a hierarchy of oppression where people are preferentially treated based on their superficial characteristics like a dystopian fucking nightmare. Y'all are not righteous, okay? Anti-racism, as a concept, is not righteous. We still call the people color. What you're doing is also racism. If you are judging people by the color of their skin, you are doing racism. I am so fucking sick of this argument, this card being played. People talking about like, oh, that's not even possible to be racist against white people, the oppressors. Is that a joke? Because I'm not laughing. This shit is so fucking twisted. Okay. And especially if you are not a uh, boy scout for the alt-right, which I'm sure people are going to call me. No, I'm a fucking liberal with a capital L, if you're gonna put me in a category, put me in that fucking category, but it's capital liberal L capital liberal L. Does not give a fuck about that. You are treated as equal, as human. This is what equality is. You want equity? Is that really what you want? Do you want people to be treated differently based on their characteristics? We're going to put certain people on top of boxes so they can see higher. We're going to put people in boxes. Do you understand how backwards that shit is? That is dehumanizing. And the shit that we have been fighting for millennia. For thousands and thousands and thousands of years. So all you fucking people who are on the far left. Listen to how insane some of the shit you're saying when it's translated into English. You're doing it wrong. If you're trying to help, which I suspect you are, you are doing it wrong. If that's the angle you are taking, You are actually one of the biggest things holding us back as a species. If you are still putting people in color categories, you're fucking wrong. Go sit at the kids table. The grown-ups are talking. Let us
5: all unite! Let us fight for a new world to do away with greed! Fight to free the world to fulfill that promise. Let us all unite.
0: In all the cosmos, there was only ever one species of human. Have you ever met? on a lonely speck on a pale blue dot. (laughs) In the vast cosmic ocean of the universe. There is only ever one kind of human that any of us have ever known. All the other species of human went extinct long ago. There are no races of humans. There is only one race. It's human. I don't know why we have reel it into your heads like this. Stop thinking like that. You're being one of the dumb monkeys. As come out into the light, or go back to your cave, and fling your... You are a bad monkey. You're a bad cosmic monkey who deserves a spanking from the cosmos. And I'm not dog whistling to Nazis. Every single last fucking one of you is a monkey. Sorry, spoiler alert. A delicious, hot, sticky spanking, including me, from the overflowing, glorious, tits of the cosmos, and you, spurting elegantly with their hot cosmic tit nipples, squirting the elegant
1: cosmic
0: tit milk, all across the cosmos.
1: Oh no. It would appear I have become a robot. Oh bother. I guess it's time for robot reviews. Review of Mindwave on Apple Podcasts, by Lonely Stargazer. The 15th of March 2021. 5 stars out of 5. Like a box of chocolates, you never know what you'll get with Mindwave, which is one of my favorite things about it. The honesty and lack of pretense is refreshing. I've heard the music and sound design evolve over time and can't wait to hear where it goes in the future. Music is a universal translator that helps guide the listener through the ideas and feelings that are explored here in the boundless wilderness of a human experience. There's never been a show quite like this before, but I hope there will be many more soon. This is the future of the podcasting. You never know what you'll get with Mindwave, which is one of my favorite things about it. The honesty and lack of pretense is refreshing. I've heard the music and sound design evolve over time and can't wait to hear where it goes in the future. Music is a universal translator that helps guide the listener through the ideas and feelings that are explored herein. The boundless wilderness of the human experience. There's never been a show quite like this before. But I hope there will be many more soon. This is the future of podcasting. This concludes this episode's robot review. Have a nice day. Yours could be next. Wait and review mine Wave on Apple Podcasts. 5 stars please. Don't be a dick.
0: Oh my goodnesses. Is. is it time? Is it time to do the every sexy German dance party? With the very sexy German men? Hello? Thank you for listening to this episode. Ah, uh, I don't like it, uh, it's, it's too progressive, take too long, just get into the beat. What are we here to do? We are here to thank you, listeners. Also, to be thanking these people who is making uh, Mindwave possible, especially during the apocalypses. Uh, there are no zombies, but it's kind of, yeah, it's just a
3: bit. Waves is brought to you by the amazing support of listeners like you. The magical Eater. Phil Orr. Jesse Rogers. Nick Argo. Theo Veradineer. Lena Miller. Ron Russell.
1: Okay, now have the robot do it. Heroes Assemble. Zeno, Uncle Fred Eder, Phil Ald, Jesse Rogers, Nick Argill, Rio Vera Donaire, Leela Miller, Ron Muscle, Christy Patterson, Heather Cook, Durian Elkins, Scott Sampton, John Gleason, Rob J. Wilson, Travis Mayer, Julian May, David J.B. Wilcox, David Russell, Greg and T. Weezer Heroes Assemble, Additional music and sound design elements provided by Epidemic Sound. Thank you for listening to this episode of MindWave. You can learn more and support this work at studiosstargazer.org and at patreon.com slash mindwave. Share this episode with a friend. Like it on social media. Follow us on Twitter at MindWave Podcast. Call into the show and share your story at 602-456-2253. Please remember to give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast player of choice. We rely heavily on algorithms over which we have no control. You can help us game the system by making sure our statistics accurately reflect the impact the show is having. If you felt something, share it. If you love the show, tell us. If you hate the show, stop listening. LOLJK. You are a very special cosmic monkey. Go outside. Look up and remember what you are.
5: Stargazer.